Shall we get going here? Talk some new music so we never talk about it again. Let's do it. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Staring me through the screen here is someone that still has not discovered his mutant power because you only do that when you start puberty. Daniel. Hello, hello. Or I'm sorry. Hello, hello. <laughs> That's right. So today we are talking the much delayed New Mutants movie from 20th Century Studios. Yeah, 20th Century Studios. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's get this over. We'll never talk about this movie again. Cheers. Cheers. Before we get going here, Daniel, how you doing on your end? I'm doing swell, Jordan. We watched New Mutants. I yeah, drank. I drank did. while I was watching it. Yeah, if I'm and a little tipsy now. Because we're talking New Mutants, I I made myself a gin and tonic. Good. I should have done that. Halfway through the movie, I looked at my uh, roommate and I was like, uh, "I need to get another beer. I'll be right back. I need more." Oh yeah, I this. drank like a beer beforehand because I think it was right after. I can't remember if I watched it the night or I watched it the day after we recorded. But I was drinking a beer. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Then I'm like, okay, got another beer. I think I drank three or four beers throughout the movie. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Drink till it's good. Drink till it's good. Uh, just never happened. Well, no, we'll, get, we'll get into that here. So what are you drinking on your end today? A gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. <laughs> so I'm drinking... Ex Novo has a new one out called Wizard in Glass, which is a really tasty IPA. I highly nice. suggest it. Check, yeah, get, you should get this. It's it's good. Maybe I'll pick some up on the on the way to the parents' house. Do it if the beer store is open. I don't know. I was going to grab a few things uh, probably tomorrow. I'm going to go to uh, not Winco <laughs> Market of Choice and get some really good stuff. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Let's begin here. Let's go to some movie news, Daniel. Is there anything out there in the movie new in the bleh, let me start over? Is there anything out there in the movie world, you know, worth talking about? Any news and rumors? Well, okay. one of the things that you know you mentioned is before we started recording, but like uh, I saw the announcement that Disney Plus secured the rights to uh Taylor Swift's like folklore album for like some like kind of like visual. Or like, it, no, it's for a concert performance. That's what it is. That's what it is. Sorry, right. it's the Beyonce that had like a cool visual, like. Well, good for uh, Taylor Swift here, you know? You know, I was actually really surprised because I heard about it because I, I was reading it. It's like, oh, Taylor Swift's like folklore concert is going to be streaming. And I'm like, yeah, on Netflix, because that's where her last one was. And you're like, on Disney Plus. I'm like, huh, okay. I thought Netflix would, I mean, I'm sure they tried to bid on it, and I guess Disney probably just outbid them. Probably, I don't know that for sure. I'm just kind of guessing since she put her last, like, big concert event on Netflix for streaming. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. I don't know. I used to like her. I just, for some reason, just don't anymore. And I never really liked her. I did hear a lot of good things about her folklore album that just kind of dropped out of nowhere. So I listen to it when it came out and i'm like nah still not for me i don't know there i like some of her old stuff like her first album that has more of that country feel to it just has some fun tunes on it like you know fun ones but i don't know just not my thing just not your thing that's okay 
The next, we sh- I saw that Aladdin's Naomi Scott, also the Pink Ranger, was rumored for a role in Obi in the Disney Plus Obi One series. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, oh, I like her as an actress. Like she's hadn't been in the greatest stuff yet, but I like her as an actress. Yeah, like she does good work, even though unfortunately, I mean, honestly, was- she was like the best part of that god awful Power Ranger movie. Her and Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah trying to think of whoever i like but every time i think about that i just remember the super cut of how many times they say crispy cream at the end <laughs> oh man and i'm just like why is this so blatant but <laughs> um then other than that oh man like we haven't got any new mandalorian because that's not till friday nope I still haven't watched the uh, Fresh Prince reunion yet, but I, it's on my list. Probably going to do it Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, that is. I saw that they did post that. But that is available now, so yeah. So I heard a rumor traveling around the internet there uh, from Kevin Dillon. Those of you that don't remember Kevin Dillon, he was a Johnny drama on the hit show Entourage, saying that he was been talking to the producer of creator of the show doug allen and there's the potential of a not reboot but what's the other one when you do a continuation revival revival there we go there's the potential of an entourage revival which i'm gonna be honest mixed feelings part of me is like hell yeah woo! And then there's another part that's like ooh, but is it is it gonna be as good is it is it there's very few things that have yet to pull that off. Because Entourage is one of my favorite TV shows ever. I love that show, especially the first six, seven seasons. Amazing. Just great TV, great actors, great performances. I mean, especially Kevin Dillon and Jeremy Piven. They were amazing on that show. Can they keep it up? Now, the movie, you watch the movie and it definitely felt like a very extended uh, episode of a show so you definitely know that you know something like Andrash belongs on tv not in the theater so right. but, anyway, but anyway but you know what i mean but uh i don't know i'm a little scared even on hbo it's one of those things like i never have confidence when it's like it's been 10 years later i think the only one recently that is still like kind of worked for me as like not a complete train wreck and i still enjoyed was when they put out zombieland 2 yeah a decade after the original i'm gonna say that one was pretty good overall fuller house it is what it is i mean it's the same cheeseball humor of the 80s brought to the 2000s but fuller house was a good continuation i thought for the most part it wasn't necessary per se not really but oh well yeah i mean like i'll for what it was it was especially if it's on a streaming service you know like yeah i'll check it out maybe but you know so yeah mixed feelings about that news but yeah that is some new rumors going around oh and the other thing i forgot to mention was that black panther 2 is split is gonna begin filming in july of 2021 okay now i am very curious to see how they're gonna handle chasmic bozeman's passing like i guarantee obviously it guaranteed they're obviously going to dedicate the movie to chadwick boseman Right, you know that's just kind of typical Hollywood stuff. But I'm kind of curious how they're going to transition it because I, 
you know, I'd heard rumors before we, we even knew about his condition before he even like, before he died that like Shari was going to be possibly take over the Black Panther mantle, like his sister in the movie. Or I don't know. That's another thing. Like, man, dude, it's kind of one of those things. Like, well, I don't think I don't. I don't know. Like, you still have the passing Michael... of a torch, though, for him to just be gone. It's like, how are they going to explain it in the movie form? Yeah. I guess they could have like a flashback of somebody like in the suit battling something and some and getting killed. Yeah, I know. I just like I'm so curious to see because I just feel like no matter what, it's going to feel abrupt. I mean, because its passing was very abrupt. Yeah. Too. So I don't know how they're going to smooth that over in universe. I don't know. I feel man. like we're just going to be like, yeah. I feel like it's just like not even going to show it. I think they're just going to be like, yeah, he's he he's gone. You know. I I don't know. So I'm just very interested in that because I really like the first one, especially because of how colorful it was. Yeah. You know, the only one that feels like it was even more colorful than Guardians of the Galaxy, which is hard to do. But I don't know. So I'm just very curious to see how that's going to happen and how that's going to be handled. Yeah. I don't know. We will see. Other than that, yeah, that's pretty much all I got this week. All right, well, let's move on here then, and let's talk other things we saw this week. I have one movie. Okay, I have one as well. Would you like to go first? Sure. So mine's just kind of like something silly that I was just watching because I didn't know what else to watch. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch something kind of fun and goofy. This is actually on HBO Max because they have a lot of the DC animated movies on there, and those are all pretty fun. But they have a Suicide Squad. This is actually the second one in this animated series of the Suicide Squad. But it's actually rated R. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the best, though. But it's it's so cringy. But I was actually having a great time because, like, it's so just, like, the dialogue was so hammy and the action's just so, like, trying to be grizzled and stuff. And I had seen it before, but when I was rewatching it, I realized as I was, like, drinking a beer and having a good time watching this thing, that like the intro scene, I'm just like, and then like the intro credits, I'm like, holy shit, they're totally trying to do like a Robert Rodriguez type Suicide Squad movie. Because <laughs> you can just tell by the intro, like there's just bullets falling down and it just like feels well, like, like, kinda like a Sin City feel to it. Dude, it feels like Sin City slash Desperado sort of deal. Okay. You know, like it's, I mean, it's just, and it's kind of fun because you get all these weird characters that, you know, wouldn't really work in live action, but you can use whatever characters you want in animation. So you get all these weird characters. Like, there's still Harley Quinn and Deadshot. That's cool. Well, so speaking of Rodriguez, I watched the, I guess it was like a 30-second teaser trailer for that Shark Boy, Lava Girl, Grown Up, whatever movie. Looks like shit. I was like, what the hell? Like, it's something made for kids, and maybe if I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, cool, but like, why is he wasting his... It's like James Cameron in the Avatar world. Why are you wasting your time with this shit? Dude, I don't know. Like, Tarantino doesn't make kids' movies. Why are you making kids' movies? I'm mean, like, you can, but also make other movies. Yes. But, yeah, and it just kind of like had a weird super hammy. And uh, Christian Slater does the voice of Deadshot. Okay, I like Christian which, Slater. That shit cracked me up, which Shiloh came in while I was, like, watching it. And I she just sat down and watched a few minutes of it. And I'm like... And she oh, loves he, he's Slater. in the new uh, Shark Boy movie too. No way. Yeah. Again, you're like, what the hell? That's so weird. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a movie that's not very good. It's just like, it's just fun. 
You know, it's just a nice past time, nice thing to pass the time. Like, it's just kind of over the top, ridiculous. The whole storyline revolves around the Suicide Squad being dispatched to get Waller a magic item that essentially makes it so you skip hell and go straight to heaven. Hmm. That's the whole thing. And they're just trying to get this card, and it's all the shit that happens in between. Interesting. Gosh. I, I still can't wait for a James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yeah. I think that's going to, I just have this feeling that it is just going to be so much fun. I hope so. I mean, they made, they were obviously trying to do Guardians when they did Suicide Squad, and then they got the guy from Guardians of the Gap. Like, this is probably the smartest thing DC ever did to this point, was they were trying to copy Guardians of the Galaxy, and when he got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy, they swooped him up and was like, can you make Suicide Squad too? Like, it just, it made perfect sense. Make it the way we actually want it to be made. <laughs> exactly. We make it the way we wish we had the talent to fulfill. Yeah. So, I saw a movie this last week. For the oh. first time ever, I saw the 1986 Little Shop of Horrors. Written nice. by Howard Eshman, directed by Frank Oz, a.k.a. Yoda. Starring. Dean Fozzie Bear. Rick Moranis. And... Ellen Green. And so I had never seen this movie before. I've heard about this movie for years. I knew it was a remake of a movie that came out in the uh, like 1960 or something like that. Cool classic. And oh man, I, I gotta say like this movie cracked me up because it was so cheesy. I mean, this right. movie was just straight up cheese. So it's a musical. So that so you had the old movie then they adapted it into a play like broadway play and then they adapted the broadway play into a new movie in the 80s with rick moranis so it's a musical very low budget cheesy as hell it's got some fun surprises though like steve martin's in it he has his character is hilarious uh bill murray makes an appearance he's pretty funny rick moranis moments are pretty good too um I don't, I don't know though but this movie is just it was so cheesy but cheesy enough to where you just can't help but laugh Right. I mean, probably one of the funniest parts was uh, one of the guys from the, uh, I think it was the four, what was that group called? Uh, Old Motown group, the Four Tops. One of the main um, lead singers of that voices the plant that talks and sings. And he was awesome. Okay. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. I could see them remaking this again. I think they are with Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. I thought it was Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. I think it's Captain America and, and uh, Black Widow. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot you could do now, too, especially with, like, CGI. You can make the plant actually get up and, like, attack the city and eat people. I mean, that, that's the thing I kept thinking. Like, this thing feeds off blood. Why doesn't it just get up with its tentacles and move around the city and just eat people? I don't know. It's I one think of the, the, the budget just won't allow it, so I had to sit in one place. Yeah, I mean, the the movie, it looks like – I mean, it's obviously a cult classic. It looks like a cult classic, you know, low budget – but I don't know. It always looked like something I would enjoy. I know you said like it was so bad that you laughed, and I'm like perfect because that's some of my favorite movies are just like bad, great. Yeah. Movies. Well, like the movie we're about to talk about was just bad, bad. Period. This was just so bad that you're just laughing hysterically and having a good time still. Yeah. See, that sounds like a fun. It's it's always fun to watch a movie like that. You can just turn your brain off and you're just fully engrossed and just like how ridiculous this is. Yeah. So you're having a so- good time. Yeah, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I think my roommate it's on just, HBO, I think. Oh, it's on HBO, yeah. I think maybe Prime too, but yeah, my roommate just oh, she owns it, so we just watch it. But yeah, first time I ever saw Little Shop of Horrors. 
definitely recommend alcohol for this one. Well, that's all for this. All right, well, shall we move on and uh, let's talk our main movie on tap? Ooh, ooh. All right. New Mutants. So, Daniel, what were your anticipations going in? Were you excited to see it? I know it's been delayed quite a bit for various reasons. I mean, like, yeah, the original trailer dropped in, like, 2016. or It's not 2016. Like, 2017, 2018, around that time. I think it was supposed to originally come out in 2018. Yeah. And I remember the trailer drop, and I'm like, oh, it's like, just goes, the trailer's cut straight horror movie. You know, and then it's like the new mutants. And I'm like, okay, I actually know a little bit about the new mutants. Not a lot, but to the point where I'm just like, okay, like these are like lesser known things. Again, like it's these characters that no one really knows are more obscure. So like you could just kind of do whatever you want with them, which is exciting because you can't really do whatever you want with like Wolverine or Cyclops or the mainstay. But kind of like how Guardians of the Galaxy came out, no one knew who the fuck these people were. So you could kind of do whatever you wanted, you know? So I was like, okay, sounds good. Not huge budget, so usually you can get a little bit more creativity in there. So I remember at first being excited. I'm like, okay, I've never seen, and I was just excited to see like how are they going to do like a horror movie based in like the X Men universe. But you know, and then you know it got delayed and delayed and delayed, and nobody wanted to put it out. Even during a pandemic, they didn't even want to put it on video on demand, which makes no sense. This no. movie should have been out like in April or May when everybody was stuck inside. They should be like, sure. They should have dumped this out like early this year, like, you know, because January, February are usually dumpster months. Just put it out already. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't make sense why they never just dumped it in theaters. Like, because they were still planning, they just delayed it and they never officially canceled. I thought we were never going to see this movie because I'm like, they're not saying they're going to cancel it, but they've delayed well, we heard it. heard about like, reshoots and everything. Yeah. So, but it finally came out. And, you know, at that point, my curiosity is just like, I don't care how bad the movie is. I have to see it now, you know? So, I watched it. I remember texting you. I think I texted you the first time I texted you, like, 11 minutes in, this sucks. (laughs) And then I watched the rest of it. Luckily, it's only an hour and a half, but I'm just like. That's the one saving grace about it. I'm like, I was not entertained. The characters aren't well acted, much less like well written. You can have a, a not well written character be well acted and it saves it, but it wasn't well acted, wasn't well written. The dialogue was terrible. The setting was interesting, but I feel like completely wasted. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like in there. I mean, oh, God, there's just. <laughs> oh, for, so for me, I, I just. I remember seeing the trailer drop a couple of years back and just, I wasn't just not even that interested in it. I was like, ah, all right, I guess it looks all right. Kind of looks like, you know, something definitely aimed at teenagers. Like that's the demographic they're going for is teenagers for this one. And I just didn't have a lot of interest in it. Then just all these reasons it got delayed, 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 delayed that where I just didn't care anymore. And I really, but yeah, you watched it. I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But yeah, like Dana said, 10 minutes in, you're just like, oh, gosh, what the hell? I mean, 
like you, you uh, sent me a text a couple weeks ago when you watched Rushmore. You're like, what the bleep did I just watch? Well, I felt the same thing when I was watching this. Is what the bleep am I watching? Like, the first half, it, for the at least the first half was so boring. Like, just nothing going on. Just watching yeah. these cliche characters. Uh, I mean, it it this thing felt like a TV show. It felt like a pilot for a TV show. Yeah, see, no, and I think that's interesting like that you CW. said that because I'm pretty sure I, te- I remember thinking that, but I remember texting you. I think I texted you that it felt like a TV show. Just how it was shot, like the filters, it, it just felt like something you would see on like the CW. And you text me today, you're just like, what the fuck? Like that felt like Riverdale mixed with Stranger Things. I'm like, yeah, exactly. No, no offense to Stranger Things. We love you. We love you, Stranger Things. Riverdale, I got over that after season one. But but it's may, just like... May Luke Perry rest in peace. Ridiculous, but like not... I don't know, like Riverdale... Oh, hit it, like, it felt like a TV show. It really felt like a TV, like teenage CW show. It's, it's totally what it felt like. Yeah, like the acting was on par for TV CW show. Like it just... And like this thing, like it's supposed to be scary and intimidating. But one of the things that I'm just like wrote down in my head i was just like while well, i was just watching the show it's like it was very inconsistent from like dark thoughts to dark setting to then randomly they fucking drug the warden essentially and then they have like a breakfast club-esque like r- like run around like the facility kind of right and i'm and like what why the why the hell there's five of them why first off why is there only one person running this whole thing is she, what, does she live there 24-7? Like, she literally works 24-7? Apparently, No time yeah. off? Because she's the one, per- one person running this entire facility. What? The ha- what? Which doesn't make sense. Okay, yeah. So, I guess we should... The rundown of this whole thing, because you probably don't want to watch it. You shouldn't watch it. It sucked. But at the yeah. same time, if you yeah. like watching Danny Trainwrecks... Danny Moonstar. But yeah, so, yeah. Essentially, it starts out with like this event where this guy's waking up his uh daughter who's was it daniel danielle danny yeah daniel the danny they call her yeah waking her up being like we gotta fucking go and then just like i'm dead (laughs) from like chaos like you don't really know you can't really see anything then her dad just tucks her behind a tree and says i have to go back and then immediately dies you know cut to her waking up in a facility that's supposed to help mutants, you know, get control of their powers before they're released back into the civilization, essentially. And so we're following this cast of characters, like, what, five characters that are all stuck in this hospital together. And they're, it's supposed to be like a horror feel, but it doesn't, it's very inconsistent. Not, not at all. Like, that's, especially like, from the trailer that they cut to what you see on screen, I'm like, fuck you guys. That trailer does not, the tra- the movie did not deliver what the trailer was selling. You know? Not one bit. Which I don't know if that's because of reshoots. Or I think it's, I mean, this was in development hell, so I just feel like the movie was always going to be bad. But yeah, so we're following these characters trying to figure out how to essentially... They're part of it's trying to like they go to group therapy sessions trying to figure out like how they can, you know, return to civilization essentially. And the other part is like a mystery of like, you know, what's Danny's power? What's 
what's happening to her and you know because her power you know it's just unknown and then we get essentially all this random bullshit in the middle and it's so unbelievably boring well why don't they kill the one nurse or whatever doctor up front like there's five of them with superpowers why don't they just slice her head off Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention that part. They can't leave because of the force field that this woman, the only person there, is generating on her own. Which, if there's a force field there, you're like, okay, we can't get out because of the force field. But they know it's generated by the woman. Like, she's the source, And there's yeah. a fucking, like, the, the Russian girl who literally has a fuck her mutant power. She travels to another dimension and she also has like a metal arm sword. And you're telling me that after you fucking drug her or something like that, you couldn't just end her and then the force field would just be gone. Right? Exactly. None none of these kids seem like they'd mind killing somebody. Like none of them crossed crossed me as that kind at all. I just, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you just kill her and, and then escape? like why not like what what's I, I, but still why why whoever runs this place why is there one person working 24 7 but again even if she's the one so do her mutant powers that create the force field and even when she sleeps it's still there because i mean she's got to sleep eventually right see now that also does make sense because they strictly connected to like oh she's the one generating the force field but they don't explain how she does it and they don't explain anything it's just force field's there. It's generated by that person. But even when she's asleep, force field's still there. Does not make sense. Nothing made sense. Because no. they even, like, towards the end, it took for, like, one more person, Dana Show, and be like, well, if we kill her, we can get out. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Again, one of you travels to other dimensions has a sword for an arm. The other one. She, she can, can just let, a, like, appear and kill her. Essentially, is the human torch. The other guy, literally, like, rocket propel propel that even if he ran into her she would probably just die right each one of them was, has a lethal power it's just it's just ridiculous so ridiculous on so many levels and I, I i don't know this you know and also like they like the people that she's you know taking orders from like what the essex corporation i think is what it is what you see in like some of the like the computer screens, but they never explain what that is. They never even really mention it besides like the scene where she's kind of like typing in like Danny's information. No, we don't really know who's like, they don't explore it. Like it's like, Oh yeah, maybe that'll be in the sequel, but they don't even really like, they don't set up for anything. They don't set up for anything at the end. Like it feels like they kind of set all these like a couple. Let's go explore the real world. They name check the X-Men a few times. Because the kids are like, well, yeah, if we get better, we'll get to be X-Men. Yeah. Just didn't even feel like an X-Men movie, though. It just didn't. Kids with special ability, sure. I mean, this felt more like uh, Mrs. Whatever for Gifted Kids. Yeah. It didn't feel like X-Men at all to me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which is one thing. Like, if it's a spinoff, that's fine. I don't need it to feel exactly like X-Men. Like, I kind of... But also, it's like, but... I'm trying to think of something else that kind of like well I'm so not- one thing that bothered me is so the um russian girl the ilana whatever yeah she she goes outside with danny she picks up this bottle of spray paint that she has hidden starts spray painting something but we never see what it is and it's just like what was the point of that i know i mean it's literally it's nothing they're just like being lazy about the character i'm just like yeah she's just the 
the bitch of the group and she's the bad girl. She just spray paints stuff even though she's not supposed to. Yeah. You know? I don't know. This this whole movie is just a... Uh, it was just a whole mess. The best part, my favorite part, was that little uh, puppet coming to life. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. See, that was, yeah, that was my favorite part too is when she goes into like her other dimension, like her safe zone essentially, and like her little puppet that she carries around is actually like a little dragon that's flying around. That part was cool. like, See? For, for that the... Was, go ahead. I was like, that was really cool, but that should not have been the first time I saw that. Right. Yeah, it should have been explored earlier. For the, for the most part, I think I like the Ilana, uh, yeah, I think it's Ilana character overall the best. She was by far my favorite of all of them. The rest were just so bland and boring. Really? It, was, it sucks seeing Charlie uh, Heaton in this movie. Charlie Heaton, as we know, he's Jonathan in Stranger Things. Really yeah. sucks seeing him in this kind of movie. <laughs> I'm the son of a coal miner. My father gave me something to remember him by. A lump of coal. He gave me a lump of coal, and then I killed him and half his crew. It's like, yep, that's fucked. Yeah. What the hell? But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's it's so weird, because the characters, like I said, like, I think Alana, like, maybe she, like, she had the coolest power, I guess, but, like, I feel like hers, like, was one of the least, she like... She was opportunity wasted. She was so cool. In another movie, she could have been amazing. Yeah. Just complete opportunity wasted. I mean, the other guy, what, Roberto? He's just the human torch. Boy, yeah. Big deal. Yeah. And Charlie. But they also, like, again, they're trying to be so dark, but, like, the things in between the darkness don't match up, like, at all. Like, it doesn't feel coherent at all. Like, they all have tragic backstories. Like, you know, one of them was essentially, like, a molest like like a kidnapped molested child that was just like there to get molested. Fucking Roberto accidentally burned his girlfriend alive while they were having sex. Um, <laughs> that was funny. I, I will say that part was funny with the uh, lie detector. Like I've been yeah. with several women. Lies. lies. Okay, three lies. Okay, fine. I've been with any. Whenever yeah. I get horny, I heat up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. I mean Jonathan, like I said, like yeah, or not Jonathan, but whatever his character is in this. Sam. Sam. Yeah, he he goes to work in the mines and he accidentally kills his father. You know. So this is funny. So uh, the girl that plays uh, Rain. Yeah. Uh, I think I don't know how you say it. Maisie, Mozzie Williams. I think that's how you pronounce it. Williams. I think she is from Game of Thrones. Right. So, was it last year? Um, Sophia Turner could officially say she was in one of the worst X-Men movies ever. Well, guess what? One of her co-stars from Game of Thrones can now say she holds that title. (laughs) I know. It just is so shitty. Because, I mean, like, you just think, like, apparently for, like, Charlie Heaton, you know, who's already in Stranger Things, he's like, you know, picking up momentum there. Then she's like, hell yeah, I got into an X-Men movie. I mean, like, for a lot of, like, young actors, like, yeah, franchise, fuck yes, like, and then you get, you unfortunately get this. Yeah. Uh, not know, good. They could have had, like, a cool, like, not as big budget, not as, like, hyped, but they could add a cool little series to themselves, like, kind of just, like, the Runaways or something that they kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's just so much waste of potential. It's just watching them go around this hospital all for an hour and a half was just so boring to me. Yeah, I know mean, it was maybe, boring. Maybe that's the first half of the movie. Then they escape, and then they go do something. 
help somebody there's I, I just don't know like yeah, I think if they like the first half of the movie was essentially them trying to escape and then escaping and then being on the run and trying to figure out what to do next. Something. Like, I mean, something like that to join it into like, you know, like, hey, we're the new mutants, you know, but, you know, like, even like something as simple yeah, this, as. This took over two years to finally come out. They're no longer the new mutants, they're now the old mutants. I know. It's just like, you know, like something like, you know, them. Like, or at least if you're going to be trapped inside a literal mental ward, then why the fuck didn't you lean into the horror that can come from that? You lean into, the, like, the, the darkness, and, you know, you just don't have all those weird well, in between. Have, have a lot of doctors have, I mean, were they just not in the budget? Have more doctors, have security guards. I mean, we could have had fun with this, but we got one gal running the whole place? One? Yeah, I don't know if they thought, yeah, it's more menacing because one person can keep them all contained. It's like, but they literally tell you that if they kill her, she can't, and they could very easily kill her. They were able to easily drug her to sleep. They could easily kill her. Yeah, and why didn't they just just kill her? Sam, we got to wait for a imaginary bear to come along and do it? Okay, yeah. By the end, wait, from point A to the start of point B, the whole ending is this gigantic imaginary phantom bear that's, like, essentially brought into existence from Danny eats the the lady and then they can all leave. But we didn't need to get it it just seemed by that time like okay this kind of like is so fucking real like I'm watching a giant imaginary bear come in clutch for the finale and why did they not just stab her or something? Like it's so unnecessary. It wasn't like a cool this is awesome. It's just like thank God She's dead, which means the movie has got to be almost over. Exactly. I was, I was I like, I don't care if a movie's bad, if it's fun. And I was hoping this was at least going to be fun bad. But it's like Dark Phoenix bad, where it just sucks to see all this potential wasted. So I don't know if you watched the Honest trailer for this. I haven't. But I did watch, I did the exact same thing that you did after I finished it. I knew that Jeremy Johns had previously done a review on it like three months ago, so I yeah, watched that. I went back like, and watched that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so I watched the Honest trailer. One thing they mentioned, like, they're like, even if this was came out in 1995, it would have been the fourth best superhero movie. <laughs> and they had like Batman Forever. They had this other movie called Tank Girl. <laughs> and I, oh, I want to, yeah. I want to, and Judge Dredd, and then Mutants. And I got to say, after watching this, I kind of curious to go watch Tank Girl. <laughs> Tank Girl is insane. It's bad. Ice T is a kangaroo. Her You've kangaroo boyfriend, actually. <laughs> oh god. Dead serious. It's one of the worst movies ever. But that is more worth a watch than this movie. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, maybe we should watch that and review it. That'd be kind of fun. I mean, the Tank Girl movie came out in 1995, an hour and 44 minutes, and it has what? Says forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Another thing, uh, Honest Trailers did good was that they renamed this, and I agree with it. Teenage Mutant facing hurdles. Teenage Mutant facing hurdles. Teens in a half shell, hurdle it. I don't know. Teens half assing it, no turtle power. Dude, I know. It's just like, yeah, we want to be in movies, but also they're. I feel like the actors are sometimes just like, well, you know, but we already got that Game of Thrones money, so we're good. Yeah. Well, um, I'm 
think I'm done talking about this. I'm done talking about it. I thought it was just going to be like it's, a big old it's rant. It's not a complete straight up F for me. I give it a solid D. There are a couple parts that were entertaining. Again, I, I did like the Alana character. Wasted, waste of a character, though. Yeah. Could have been so much better. I, I wouldn't mind seeing her and, uh, I, I don't know, I guess maybe Danny in another movie. I, the, the wolf girl is just like, what the? I don't know. Her backstory, again, overly tragic. Oh, yeah, their little love story just seemed so weird, like a weird aside to everything else, too. Well, like nothing I, wasn't, I knew it was coming, too. I, I, it just, again, like nothing in this movie felt like it belonged in the movie. So no. even that, even it, though that felt weird, it's like it doesn't feel as off-putting. Like, you know, it's like, it's just, it, the movie just didn't work. No. You know, the characters weren't all written. So when, like, when they kiss, you're just like, yeah, I saw that coming, but like, I don't feel anything, <laughs> you know? Not a bit aroused or nothing. <laughs> it, it, I mean, they're supposed to be children, so no. <laughs> but it, it just nothing in the movie works. No. And it's like, no, it, it's, it wasn't complete trash, trash, but for the most part, still trash. I don't know. I give it a D. Somehow that makes minus. it worse because, like, a really bad F movie, that's so bad. That can be so bad it's good. Well, but it's you, you should watch a little shop of horrors. It's less than middle of the road, so it's just like okay. So it's just it's so like it's like it's not good. It's not the worst thing you've ever seen, but it's not good. So it just that's even worse because you can have fun watching a really bad movie, and you can have a lot of fun watching a really good movie. But if it's a D movie, you're just like fuck. I just wasted an hour and a half. Is that what you grade it? Yeah, I would say yeah, because it's like yeah, like I said, it's not the worst movie I've ever fucking seen, but it wasn't so bad it was good. So I gotta ask this or Dark Phoenix. I was I've been thinking about this all week. I think now I prefer Dark Phoenix over this. I think overall I do as well because at least you have Michael, um, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender in that, yes. And at least there's a few good sweet moments with him. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, now I ha- I didn't ever think I was gonna prefer another X Men movie over Dark or prefer Dark Phoenix over another X Men movie. But now I do. Yeah. Uh, I I tell you, for a palate cleanse, I need to go watch Logan tonight. <laughs> Days of Future Past, Logan, X2. I need to go watch one of those tonight. Yeah, yeah, same. I know. I want to watch First Class and Days of Future Past and Logan again. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up here. That is our review of The New Mutants slash Old Mutants now because it took forever to put it out. Yep. Or, as Honest Trailers like to call them, Teenage Mutant Facing Hurdles. Teenage Mutant Facing Hurdles. I thought that was a great title. Anyway. Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us online on Instagram and Twitter. You know, tell us what you hated most about this movie. And if you liked it, don't even talk to us. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for downloading the show. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. And we're clear. (laughs) 